tonight is Jess. Welcome everyone to Films with the Women of My Life. Oh, very special, very large grand opening for Five Nights at Freddy's. We're a little late, it's after Halloween, we were busy, but we got there to Five Nights at Freddy's. This is based on a video game. Um, do do you know this video game? Have you have you ever played no, this before? No, I didn't even know it was based off of a video game. Okay, T- till just now? Yeah, don't just oh, not again. <laughs> people, I think, don't think people listening believe that. Like, there's no way people listening be like, there's no way she just shows up for the show not knowing. Wait, so was, what game. was it on, like, Sega or something? No, no okay, so it, actually, it's a very straight, it's like a new, like, indie horror game. It's it's on a, it's on, I think they have it on, like, systems now. I know they have it on, like, Windows and PlayStation and Xbox and stuff now, but I think originally it was, like, a very small, like, indie computer game. Um, oh, I was thinking it was an OG video game because the characters look like OG characters. Yeah, I mean they're you know they're the uh, they're an- the animatronic uh, like f- uh, Chuck E. Cheese. F- uh, what's the other one? Exactly. Yeah. The, yeah. You know, uh, Showbiz Pizza Bear. It's the it's the classic look. But this is what's going on in Five Nights at Freddy's. A troubled security guard begins working at Freddy Fazbear's Pizzeria. While spending the first night on the job, he realizes the late shift at Freddy's won't be so easy to make it through. It's got a twenty nine percent on Rotten Tomatoes, eighty eight with the audience. So big, big difference there. Five point five on IMDb. Big difference. So maybe this is something for fans and not for critics. I guess we'll, we're going to find out in a few seconds. Uh, if you haven't seen Five Nights at Freddy's, it's in theaters right now, but it's also streaming on Peacock. It's one of those rare double choice ones. And I think, Jess, you saw this in theater and then I saw this at home. I did. Maybe, well, we'll see if there was any sort of different experience from that. But uh, those are the two options for viewing it. And uh, we are going to spoil it here now. And so it's it's a kind of a long and convoluted plot once it gets going. But the but the basis is it's this guy. He's a down in his luck kind of guy, security guard, hopping from job to job. He's got a past, a past uh, that we learned about very quickly, where he was a young. His younger brother was kidnapped when he was young, and he he feels responsible. Uh, his parents also died. It's, just, it's very tragic. He takes care of his younger sister, uh, kind of barely. Uh, their mean aunt wants to their mean (laughs) kind of barely the mean aunt wants to come and take them it doesn't not really clear why just because she's the mean aunt in the movie uh so mean aunt's gonna come take the kid unless unless he goes and does this one last job one last chance at to, to keep keep his sister and that's working a night job at Freddy Fazbear's Pizzeria he's a security guard there and uh he he learns about the things there the, the creatures there these animatronic uh like we said earlier Chuck E. Cheese like creatures <laughs> and um they got secrets in them they got bad stuff going on and uh there's a cop there's a crazy guy who's also in it earlier as something else I don't know if we you know, get the spoilers but Jess what'd you think of Five Nights at Freddy's Five Nights at Freddy's. Was it really five nights? I feel like it was only like two or three. I think it's because the first night he just slept in the chair and then he had the dream with the kids that ran around that round in the woods and then he woke okay. up and that was that was the first whole night. So I, I would say nothing really happens to the second night. Because you think five would be significant in the movie because it specifically said like five nights at Freddy's, not just like nights at freddy's or right something it was specifically five but no five has nothing to do with it That's i think it's just because of the, the video game is called five nights at freddy's and in that game in the, the again i've never played the video game but i'm sure in that like it's probably like level one is like it's, oh, it's kind of like an easy first night and then it gets harder i don't know but i've never played the games i see so what do i think about it? i think this is this was 
So this was the Halloween movie in theaters, which I'm a little disappointed at because I think there well, I not think, I know because I've seen them. There's been better horror movies between August and September. Maybe even like July, August, September. So why was this the number one like (laughs) Halloween movie? Because even looking at the Regals app, like there there was one day where there was like 20 showings of, of this movie. I know. Like, Ridiculous. And I'm just like, you had so many better horror movies to show during Halloween. Like, why was this the Halloween horror movie? I don't understand that. Um, <laughs> so I think that kind of gives it away. I feel like this, to me, was a one-and-done kind of movie. I watched it through. I thought of you, Brendan, because I'm like, Brendan's going to say <laughs> there's a lot of holes in this because there were oh, a lot of holes. Are a there? lot of things. <laughs> Does anything holes, make sense in this movie? <laughs> a lot of things don't make sense. But, like, I, I liked, I did like, what is it, the characters, or the Freddies, I don't know. Um, the I animatronics. Liked the, the animatronics. <laughs> like, I liked the characters, I liked watching them move, I liked them beating up the humans. Like, <laughs> that was probably the best part. And then everything else, again, I'll watch it once, and forget about it, and and that's it. So, that's my thought. Yeah, yeah, I was mostly baffled and confused at, like, everything i like oh it it was almost so bad it's good but it was too boring to be so bad it's good because like because okay like throughout the movie like at first he goes in and he's kind of he's freaked out by the thing but he's first he goes in nothing happens second night he goes in he's freaked out by the things and then the things kill a bunch of people in the middle because we because nothing has happened in the movie so far we've had 30 minutes and like literally nothing but the first 30 seconds where the guy gets his face mutilated like nothing has happened so they oh we gotta have a bunch of a fight scene or kill scene or whatever and then after that it it gets it just gets weird like the it's just i don't i don't know the story of the video games and i think that would help a lot because in by the third night the animatronics everyone's accepted yeah they're just ghost children and they're they're gonna help us clean the store up on the third night with the cop friend and we're gonna dance to their i'm like what the fuck is happening right now why is this a horror movie why are they befriending the ghosts and cleaning the restaurant in the middle of the i'm so confused and and there's so much of this one dream where he's in the park and he's chasing his brother and the kid and the kids are running around and i get it the kids are the souls and they're in the thing and they're not just the souls they're actually in the thing and i'm like this is too much crap in this like i don't like to be that person but this is something i don't care about so i'm fine so, with saying it make so it a miniseries biggest <laughs> that was the biggest rule that i didn't get like how did his whatever superpowers or visions of his dream get stronger when he was at the arcade place i think it must be because when we get to the twist ending the his brothers isn't his brother's disappearance it's the guy it's the 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 made the big bad guy he's responsible for it is the guy but there's still like no reason why being in close proximity to the guy like makes the dream stronger yeah they don't explain any of the supernaturalness because like the kids are they just kind of accept like oh yeah they're ghosts and they live in the machine but like the the, they are also in the machine like the i mean like the the dead the dead rotting bodies of children from like 40 years ago are in there still. And that's, it's just, I, I, but it's not scary. It's confusing. It's like, and they have a mind of their own yet. They can get manipulated by like the, the, what's the, what's the the main, Oh, the main bad guy. Yeah. Yeah. uh, Antagonist. Uh, It was actually pretty funny. Like we were watching the scene where 
in the office where it was the main character and, and Shaggy talking. And then <laughs> Kyle goes, that's Shaggy. And he, and at, and then the camera switched and it was the main character. I'm like, what are you talking about? And then it went back <laughs> to the other guy and I'm like, oh, that is Shaggy. <laughs> Matthew Litterwood. I always love to see him. And just He pops up everywhere now and then. He's, he's always good for good for. I feel like he just needs another paycheck, so he just does something little and then... Probably I like, lives off his like his minimalist life. <laughs> that's it's very positive. I mean, I I'll think of that's those Scooby Doo movies. Like, I mean, that's the same kind of thing as this. It's exactly, like, <laughs> kid, kids, stupid, teeny, but like whatever. Like, just do a silly, silly thing. I think he's actually like not bad in this. But okay, there's there's a bunch of twists here. Like the first twist, obviously, is like there's this cop who's like completely out of place in this movie okay, and, and she doesn't makes, make any sense. She makes no sense. Like her first scene when we see the cop and we see, okay, she's the pretty girl. She's yeah. extremely nice, really inviting. And we're like, okay, what's the catch? Like, exactly. is she like, is she, we all com- we're convinced she was the bad guy because That's she just came off as so nice and inviting. And, um, and that's usually the character that turns. Yeah, and it's supposed to, I think that's supposed to be, like, the red herring, but, and then it's like, oh, but actually, it's my father, but, like, that's <laughs> stupid, and a hor- that's, ever- like, oh my god, you're really gonna make the-, the, there's no people in this town, you're gonna make the one cop, and she comes in, and she's, like, gets friendly with him, and then the bad guy, we're in spoilers, the the twist reveal is the bad guy was the guidance counselor, or whatever the hell, like, and that's her father, it's just too, it's too much, like, it convenience, was, and that's I just I don't think it was ridiculous. much of a twist, because you knew that he owned the place. Because when yeah, he offered yeah, you him did. a job, he did say, oh, I own this place, or, like, I couldn't keep the last person there. So I knew he was going to come back around. So I actually... I forgot if I actually put together that she was the dad, but I knew there was a connection somewhere because I knew he was going to come back around and he was responsible for it, and that's why he wanted him to work there. I I I picked it up when he said, um, "It's when he's going through the papers. He's like, you fucked up here, you fucked up here, like everything, like you, you just can't do anything right, Mike Schmidt.'" Oh, and he said, "Yes, yeah, like, I caught him that too when, yeah, when he mm-hmm. learned his last name was S H something." I was like. I held on to that because I did pick that up. That's what, and I, and I was like, and I said, I was like, this better pay off, like, because I, because I knew the score going in, so I'm like, they better not just be, this better not be like just like laziness for like, oh, they put that, oh, you're Mike Schmidt, oh, well, actually, I do have this one job for you, like they do that yeah. thing, so at at least it makes it comes back around in like the storytelling wise. It's just like I have to accept such a weird reality where. Where it's ghosts and dreams, and the ghosts come in the dreams, and the kids are in the machines, and the ghosts in the dreams, and Matthew Lillard comes back to life, and he's the father of the daughter of the cop of the place, and it's just too much. <laughs> it's so much stuff for that I'm like, I don't really think any of this actually would happen in any world. Like, I know it's ghosts, but like, even in like a movie world, it just doesn't. I don't understand this structure, you know? It's just told so strangely. Yeah. So, you got a favorite animatronic? I when I think of him, the blue one, I think just is in my head. Was he the main one, or was he just the blue one? Oh <laughs> uh, no, he was. I would say the blue one is one of the like the lesser, like the bunny one. I think I the think main one's. Bunny. I think the, the main one's the cheek of the duck. I always remember that one because she's got the bib and uh, <laughs> the 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 main one's Freddy, the brown bear with the black hat. That's the main. Oh, okay. He's the main guy. And then the pirate one. There's the pirate one that's like a fox, and he's always off to the side. Oh, he's got a hook. yeah, yeah. 
He's he's always he seems to be the one yeah doing all this stuff. There's also there's also one of them that's like uh it's like a little thing like a little ball or something that like hangs out with the with the bunny. I can't. It's like a little ball. I can't remember what it looked like, but uh, <laughs> interesting interesting character designs. I'm not really sure. Uh, that's the thing is like was anything was anything scary? Were you scared ever? Like did you even I, jump once? I think the. Maybe the part in the beginning where it shows the guy almost died because the machine almost, like... It was kind of like Saw, actually. It gave me, like, Saw yeah. vibes. <laughs> oh, when the machine was, like, <laughs> riveting really close to him. Or what is the clown in the background where the cop was like, don't go near that or don't touch that. And it was, like, oh. a creepy clown. And it had, like, the metal bars in its chest. That's when they were explaining, like, yeah, it's not just their, their souls in there. It's... It's their bodies too. I'm like, this yeah. is. I'm like, I just can't. I cannot believe. Like, it's hard easier for me to believe in ghosts than believe that like a child's rotting body was just in there for 40 years. And like, that's just like, I don't know. There's just it's just strange things I have to accept here to to in order to enjoy the thing. I will say like Josh Hutcherson, the main character guy. I think he did, does his best at like keeping you engaged because I was I'm not, I wasn't I was confused watching this, but I wasn't like so like angry like I wasn't miserable. It was like not not the worst time, you know. That's what I'm saying. I feel like it was a one time watch. And it was great for that one time, but it will not be repeated. <laughs> well, I mean, I think they're going to repeat it. I think this is going to be a friend. I mean, we set up the ending where it's like a little, a little teaser. So the ending part, I mean, we're, we, we've kind of structured our way through the middle. We find out that the cop daughter is the cop is the daughter. And she like... It's this. It's just her her character's right is making sense. Like she turn she turned like just get out of here, go away. And like oh, I have to save you. We can't do this anymore. Like mm, I don't know. Do well, I buy you all forgot, that? You forgot the whole story about the little sister. How she was lured into by the dead oh, children. Yeah, yeah, she was, and the the um yeah. Doesn't the the bunny get to the, go to the or not the 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 main bad guy goes to her house. The Shaggy dressed up in the suit right goes to her, goes and retrieves her oh in the uber yeah right? yeah in the uber it's, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's only like oh they got weird weird costumes or whatever i'm like ah, all right um yeah so then what, what do we have vanessa finds but it's just i'm reading through my thing here no but like so the kids wanted to lure her in because they the kids wanted her to be part of them to be a dead animal too because oh, they were influenced right. by Shaggy to do so. Because <laughs> they were influenced by Shaggy. It's like it's like <laughs> it's like the first Scooby Doo movie where they they go to the island and then the first live action one where they go to the island and then they brainwash all of them with the monsters. It's it's the same thing, same plot. It's basically exactly the same. Yeah, you and your meddling kids and your pesky dog. Exactly, and your pesky bear animatronics. Uh, Oh yeah, yeah, you're right. They they lure her back because they want her to be in there. They and they do the dream thing too, where it's like you can make the trade, like you can stay. We'll let her go, and you stay, and you can stay with your your brother and your parents forever. And then and then no, you cannot do that. That was a trap. But yeah, uh, the how do they defeat? How, see, how do they defeat this thing? Like he he comes in the bad guy. He's got his he takes his hat. Oh, off. I remember this. No, no, no. But, it was the cop that said use this. Um, what is it called? Like look. The electricity. He uses electricity torch. Oh, yeah. It was like a... Yeah, they like zapped it. Yeah. She was like, the machines won't 
blast against this electricity torch or whatever it was. <laughs> it's, it's, again, is that, is that how the game works? Like, maybe in the video game, like, you use an electricity torch as, like, your weapon to fight the thing. That's the thing. We have to recognize this is an 88 with the audience score, so clearly there's, like, probably <laughs> Easter eggs in here. Maybe this is very true to the story of this game, and and therefore, like, fans were able to follow it easily. And this were like, yeah, this, this all makes perfect sense to the game I like. Uh, perhaps, perhaps we just are not the audience for Five Nights at Freddy's of uh, the game or the story. So I don't get how the cop knows her dad was this kidnapper, but never turned him in. <laughs> I guess <laughs> it's your dad. I don't know. I guess. Like, is that, uh, I guess, it's, oh, I mean, she's a cop. Maybe she went into being a cop to help Well, I figured, protect, yeah, she probably went cover to be a cop. Because she was influenced, she knew the whole secret, and she felt like she probably has to do good in the world. One part I didn't understand is when they were when he was going to defeat all the animatronics. The cop was mm-hmm. like, "Oh, I can't go," and he was like, "Why?" And he's like, "She's like, I just can't do it." And then she shows up, and I don't know. <laughs> oh yeah, it's like you gotta you're like, oh, I can't, I can't face her. Her character was then... so frustrating because she was never explicit. Like he, it's not even like he wouldn't believe her. Like he. Is the one that probably had the wildest thoughts, and she right. believed him. So it wasn't even like, I sound crazy. It was just like, I'm just going to not tell you anything because I just don't feel like it. And no, I just want to be difficult. It does, it, her character does, like, like she is, it, 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 she is inconsistent. She doesn't make sense. She shows up, she wants to be in there, she wants to be all up in there. But then as soon as he starts doing anything, I mean, she knows this place is a haunted, horrible place full of, with serial killer stuff. So why, why would she even act that way in the first place if later on she's going to be like, no, get out of here, get your daughter, get your sister out of here. And then like, I can't yeah. face it. It is all inconsistent and none of it, none of it lines up with like, does, does she want to help him or does she want to help the father? Because she doesn't seem to, <laughs> it, she's not consistently acting for either of them um yeah it doesn't it doesn't make any sense but the um the what did I say the the yeah he he believes anything though like he like when the when his sister says like oh yeah they're ghosts and they talk to me duh and he's like oh all right that's fine. i accept this well do, do you think they could help me find my my dead uh, our dead brother in in their dreams like he's all on board like immediately he's like all right i guess i mean He's freaked out by these things. Well, I guess like, it's been haunting him his entire life. So as if he gets anywhere closer to just a dream, I think he's just fully on board. It's like that. Uh, it's like a much better movie we saw, the uh, Talk to Me, where she, where she's slowly influenced by the thing, and then slowly she becomes she. She starts listening to it. It's One like thing him. I I also don't get is the sister. Her whole life has always seen like imaginary friends. So is it posing that these were actually the dead kids that she's been seeing this whole time and only she could see them? Or is it just a coincidence that she's just an imaginative kid and, oh, look, now there's dead children that she's also friends with? Oh, I kind of like that, actually. That's almost better if it's an implication that she sees dead kids outside of the Freddies, and that's why she's, like, able to tap into them. But they don't, uh, you're right, they don't explore that at all. Because even before she met them, like, I think he went back to her drawings and he was like, oh, shit, you, you've been seeing these dead kids this whole time. Like, you drew them. Yeah, and he, she draws his dreams, too. Like, she can see, she sees shit, like, beyond, before before even Freddy's. Yeah. And I, th- uh, I think that... They didn't that's do a good part- job of linking the two, of her powers versus the reality of the dead kids. 
No, and that's another. It goes back to the the powers of the things aren't not only aren't explained, but like they don't they don't make enough sense without X. Ex- they need something. They need something to make me understand. Because right now we've got dead kids in suits. They're ghosts walking into dreams. This girl can talk to the dead kids. The serial killer at the end, like he survives. I guess like that's something supernatural there. Like there's there's supernatural things going on here, but it's not explained, and they're not consistent supernatural things. They're all kinds of different random supernatural things. Yeah, it's uh, like I said, a lot of holes. <laughs> a lot of holes. A couple holes. A couple plot holes. There's like a babysitter in this, like in like the first oh, third. Yeah. <laughs> And then we find out the babysitter's like a hitman for the mom, for like the aunt. <laughs> what is what is that plot? What is yeah. that? Why is this in here? So I think the babysitter wanted to find dirt on the guy. So when they go to court, she has more reasons to take the to take the kid and, and get the the money from it from the state. I know it's all a scam by this lady to scam the brother. Oh like, God, it's... her character was just terrible. Like. I'm not saying, like, she was a terrible person like she was. I mean, the acting and just the way they portrayed her was just, like, so 90s evil aunt. Like, yeah, it's the most stereotypical thing. Like, and it's like, do we need this? The story is already so... It already has so moving, so many moving parts. Why do we need the aunt, like, try... Like, I guess, I guess otherwise our security guard would just leave Freddy's because I don't fuck this job. I don't need it. I guess we need something to keep him there, but... I wish it were not the ant. I wish it were a different plot device. <laughs> I wish it were a different plot device that made him keep like, oh, you have to keep this job. Not because shitty aunt's coming after you, but for, because, I don't know, because she's sick. Because you actually like need else. to take care of your kid and you need an income. <laughs> no, the only reason you take care of your kid is so that someone else can't have your kid. It's not actually because you want to take care of your kid. <laughs> or you should take care of your kid. It's just so someone else can't. <laughs> because this movie doesn't quite light up with logical reality uh at the end uh what happens they turn on him vanessa attempts to stop uh, william from proceeding with his plan and uh he stabs her and then before william could finish off mike abby shows her drawing to the animatronics and then that's when they turn on him they shows the drawing they turn on him mr cupcake uh bites off william's suit uh, a bunch of spring locks start stabbing him, and then we just watch the animatronics drag them back, drag them back, and the uh, restaurant goes down. Um, someone does the the girl go into like a coma? The 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 one the cop or um I think I like, she yeah I like she was she's... in the hospital and they went to visit her. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And then Mike. And then yeah. And then Mike continues. Uh, and then Mike continues to take care of Abby now. And then she's like, can we ever see them again? And he's like, maybe someday. Wink at the camera. <laughs> and then and then, uh, then we, you know, here comes Freddy Fazbear's five, five, six, six Nights at Freddy's, the sequel. I don't know. <laughs> what do you <laughs> Another Five Nights at Freddy's? Five More Nights at Freddy's? Know. What do you do I, with I'm this? okay with uh, Freddy, just no more Nights at Freddy's. <laughs> I, I, I've, I've had enough Nights at Freddy's, I think. Um, <laughs> uh, I guess. Five is plenty. But did but was five was five too much or was it just the right amount? Do we Honestly, recommend? I didn't, even, I didn't even know it was five. I thought it was more like three. So <laughs> three and a half nights at Freddy's and and a Sunday <laughs> afternoon uh, cleaning up the chairs uh, at Freddy's. Uh, do you recommend it though? Do you recommend five nights at Freddy's, Jess? I don't. There's not one person <laughs> I can think of that I would say you should watch this movie. Like I said, I wasn't 
terribly angry or bored watching it. Again, this is a one and done. Yeah. I had my time with it. I enjoyed it. It was fine. I wouldn't rewatch it and I wouldn't recommend it, but I'm not going to say I absolutely hated it. I'm pretty close to where you are. I, I was not miserable watching this. I was confused, heavily confused. And I'm kind of glad I watched it in the terms of like, well, now, like, this is a, it's a moderate culture thing, cultural thing. It made $220 million at the box office. That's not nothing, especially for a movie that's also streaming. Like, you know, horror movies wow. make money. Halloween weekend. Kids kids are loving it. Yeah, the fans like it. But for me, for not a fan, it's just too damn confusing and not quite, like, so bad it's good to be, like, ever want to go back. So I wouldn't recommend this because I don't think anyone... I, I wouldn't care to see it again, and I don't know anyone in my, my circle who would. So... It's not terrible, but it's not worth anything. So it's two not recommends for Five Nights at Freddy's. Just another bland little thing. Did you see, did you see the Exorcist movie? That got bad reviews too. And no, I, 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 I didn't don't, see that. That's not my jam. Like I don't, I don't, I've not. I don't think I've seen. I don't know if I've even seen the original Exorcist all the way through. I, I Exorcism movies. It doesn't do. It doesn't do it for me. So I was. That wasn't really that jazz, anyway. But, I I uh, do love actresses in movies, but I, think I know you do. <laughs> were just too bad. I was like, ah, I'll always hold streaming and watch it. I've heard everyone just say it was just like mega bland, like just like yeah, mega, and like uh, you know, it, mega bland is okay when you're streaming. You don't want to go to the theater for mega bland. You want spectacle at theater. So <laughs> we got we got uh, I think we got Priscilla coming up, the counterpart to Elvis. So we all loved Elvis last year, but did we love Priscilla? Uh, and then so there's more Oscar stuff coming. I should have them. I list in front of me but i don't uh it'll be busy all the way up through january so if you have things to recommend to us we'll probably get to them in the in the new year but films with the women in my life on facebook reach out to me on instagram i'm brennan underscore pod host and you can email the show films with the women at gmail.com all right thank you for surviving five nights at Freddy's. <laughs> i survived five nights at freddy's i'm we did it yeah we survived. <laughs> so next time this is brennan signing off saying thanks for listening and enjoy Thanks for listening to Films with the Women in My Life. If you enjoyed being a listener in our life, please rate and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or on your favorite podcast app. Keep up with the latest from the show on Instagram at Brennan underscore podhost, on Facebook at Films with the Women in My Life, and on Twitter at Films Women Pod. Finally, you can email the show with questions and suggestions at filmswiththewomen at gmail.com. Original music for the show was created by Ian Burke and Chris Iwanek. Original artwork created by Nicole D'Alessio. This show is produced by Brennan Snyder. Thank you again for listening and enjoy your movies.